0: Hello, welcome, or welcome back to the Goddess Journal's podcast. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh. Today I think will be a short and sweet episode. Who knows, sometimes I say that and they end up being the longest episode, but I just wanted to sit down and talk about something that I know I've been really feeling and a lesson I've been learning lately, and something that I think a lot of people also need to hear. Usually, you know, if you're going through something and you're feeling something and you're learning something... Other people are too, and other people also need to hear it. So it's not really a planned episode. It's very just off the cuff from the heart, just me and you chatting about spirituality and what it means to be having a spiritual experience and to be on a spiritual journey and to have a spiritual awakening and yet still be human and in this body and having a human experience. This is really inspired by a reel that I put up the other day. And I used a sound from an interview with the actor Rain Wilson, who says, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And that quote just really hit home for me. And so today I wanted to talk about the spiritual experience versus the human experience and what that even means how to have a spiritual experience, what is a spiritual experience, how valid you are right now in your spirituality. So short and sweet, like I said, just like the intro, so without further ado, let's just get into it. Welcome to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh, tarot reader, spiritual coach, past life regression practitioner, and your personal spiritual hype girl. I'm here to help you break down your walls and practice the radical vulnerability you need to get to know your soul at its very core. This podcast will give you the guidance to change your fear into power and take those first steps on your ultimate journey to soul transformation. So take a deep breath and let's get mystical. So, like I said, this is really inspired by that quote from Rain Wilson saying, You are not a human being having a spiritual experience, you are a spiritual being having a human experience because this is something that I've been kind of thinking about, talking about, and learning and teaching all at the same time for a while now. I think it really goes hand in hand with my experience as what I would like to call a feminine-led business owner. This doesn't mean I'm a woman who owns a business, even though I am. (laughs) It more just means that I lead with my feminine energy. Now, feminine and masculine energy, they really have nothing to do with gender. We all have feminine and masculine energy within us. It's feminine and masculine, yin and yang, light and dark, magic and science, spirituality, and our humanness. Like It's It's just that yin and yang energy. And as a feminine business leader, I've decided that I'm never going to hustle. I'm never going to get myself even close to burnout. I'm going to take my time and build myself a beautiful business, build myself something so magical so that one day I can look back and say to everybody else who's starting their businesses, it's possible you don't have to put yourself in massive debt. You don't have to work yourself to the bone. You don't have to burn out. You don't have to sell yourself for way less than what you are worth. It's possible and you can do it too. Because a lot of coaches in the space, a lot of small business owners who have now become, you know, one of the bigger small business owners (laughs) And all of those sorts of people who are so well-known, a lot of them did hustle. A lot of them did put themselves in debt. A lot of them did do all these really exhausting things to their nervous systems. And now that they've got their platform and they're where they are, they're saying, oh, I'm healing and I'm leaning back. And that's fantastic for them. I'm so happy they are now able to be magnetic and trust it and heal it. But there's always that idea that They can lean back now because they hustled, they did the hard work, and they burnt themselves out, quite frankly, earlier. And I don't want to continue with that. I don't want to be a spokesperson for that. I never want someone to think that that's how I got my success. I never want someone to think that that's how I built my business. So I'm really, really intentional on going first as A leader in my field and creating something purely out of alignment and flow and connection with myself and staying true to myself. And so this has been weighing on my heart, my entire business, my entire journey with my spiritual business and career. And so sometimes when I'm not as far as I want, I wonder. Should I be doing more as a spiritual person to manifest? Sometimes if I'm out of alignment with certain practices and I'm not feeling like it would be good for me to meditate every day and instead I want to do an EFT or instead I take a really slow morning or I just take a full day off spirituality in my morning routine and I just lie on the couch and connect with my friends and just have a chill day. Sometimes I question about, whether I'm enough, whether I'm being spiritual enough. And I know a big part of that comes from it being my career and having a hard time drawing lines in between it. But I think what it does is it brings up a question that a lot of us have. And I bet you, you've thought it as well at least once, if not multiple hundreds, thousands of times of, am I doing enough? Especially spirituality, am I being spiritual enough? And first off, I just wanna say that, yes, spirituality is really rooted in the feminine. And I've been seeing a lot of clashing ideas about feminine and masculine energy that it's brought up by the patriarchy and that anyone who says it's not about gender is just kidding themselves because feminine energy is sitting back and doing nothing and calling things in and masculine energy is authority and power and blah, blah, blah. But I would say people who say that just are misunderstanding feminine energy because feminine energy is powerful. Okay. Don't forget that for one second. It's not about, oh, sitting back and waiting. It's magnetism. It's magic. It's creation. Feminine energy holds creation. We have creation with feminine energy and action with masculine energy. And this is not saying that the feminine isn't active. It's saying that it's active in a different way. And so this power that's in feminine energy is not to be mistaken as sitting back and being lazy or being weak or being submissive. It's about power in small movements, power in alignment, power in yourself. It's about that inner strength and power and standing your ground and rooting yourself and creating something from nothing, inspiration, magic. It is where our spirituality lies. It's our soul. It's our depth. So when we ask ourselves, am I doing enough? Am I being spiritual enough. That comes from a very masculine energy place. It's asking for a to-do list. It's asking for, how can I get into my spirituality more? It's the same thing when people say, how can I get into my feminine energy more? It's not a list because a list isn't that feminine energy. It's just being and flowing and feeling and aligning ourselves with what feels right within ourselves, within our intuition, within our soul. And so as long as you're listening to your soul, as long as you're feeding your soul, as long as you're waking up in the morning and asking yourself, what is one thing that I want that will make me feel aligned, that my soul is asking for, then you're being spiritual enough. Filling your cup is a spiritual experience. It just is. I put in my post the other day that walking your dog is a spiritual experience if you allow it to be that eating delicious food is a spiritual experience, that relaxing is a spiritual experience, that doing a workout is a spiritual experience, that creating art is a spiritual experience, that connecting with your friends is a spiritual experience. Anything that you do with intention to fill your soul and to fill your cup is a spiritual experience. Cleaning your house can be a spiritual experience. Self-care is a spiritual experience. Yes, of course, connecting with your crystals and reading tarot cards is a spiritual experience. But so is going and putting your feet in the sand and swimming in the ocean and looking up at the stars and cuddling up under a blanket on your couch and going to bed early and buying your favorite chocolate, anything that fills your cup and that you're doing with intention and understanding and you're feeling into that moment is a spiritual experience. And that's because we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. So when we take the human experience that's filled with high highs and low lows and confusion and lack of clarity and fear and pain and anything that we can do with intention for ourselves is bringing us back to that spiritual being. Anything we can do to tap into that spiritual part of us, to that soul, is having a spiritual experience. And yes, this can look huge and magical and transcending, but it can also look like small daily activities that from the outsider looking in, doesn't look like anything at all, but within it feels so beautiful. So if you're asking yourself, am I being spiritual enough? That reflection in itself is a spiritual action. If you're asking yourself that, yes, you are. If you're asking yourself that, as long as you are reflecting and then taking action, if that question is coming from fear, Because you don't feel like you're doing enough. Maybe it's not about doing more, but deepening the experience of what you are doing. The best thing to really connect to that spirituality inside of yourself is asking and figuring out how you can make every day feel intentional and spiritual and how you can make at least one moment every day feel like a beautiful moment for yourself or for others. Acts of service especially are a spiritual experience, and this doesn't mean you need to lose yourself completely in acts of service of others. No, no, no. You need to make sure you're sticking true to your soul, but cooking for somebody, giving someone a hug, making someone's day, giving someone a compliment is a spiritual experience because you're raising the vibration of the world. And the whole point of spirituality is not to transcend into this all-knowing being because if that was the point, you wouldn't have come to earth in the first place. You wouldn't have decided to have a human experience. The whole point of you being here is to have the human experience. Like, what's the point of life to experience it? (laughs) I mean, I'm not claiming to know the answer to our existence, to our life. But really, when you think about it, the reason we're here is to have an experience. At the end of the day, that's it. What you do with that experience is up to you. If you stay on the path that you're meant to is up to you, you can go off that path wildly. Everything in spirituality is just a blueprint. Astrology charts, your birth chart that says what, you know, you're here to really do in your career, you can do that and it's going to feel really aligned and it's going to feel easier, but you don't have to do that. In your astrology chart, when you look at your Saturn, you see what you're here to learn, but you can decide to just be in total defiance of that and never learn it and reincarnate to learn it again. Nothing is set in stone. That's the beautiful part about a human experience is that you do have so much control. Nothing is set in stone. Cards are not set in stone. No one can dictate the exact future. They can tell you how your path may look. They can give you warnings and they can give you encouragements, but you're a co-creator with the universe. So you're always in control. I can tell you that you're meant to stay inside and do self-reflection and take some moments for yourself, and then you could fly with your whole family to Peru tomorrow and totally change the course of your life. You always have control. That's part of the human experience. Your spiritual journey and the spiritualness of it is just to help make it a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit more fulfilling by unlocking this spiritual knowledge. You're not trying to transcend to this all-knowing being. You're just trying to make it a little bit easier to have more high highs than low lows and to be understanding and stable and okay and compassionate with yourself when you do have those hard times. There's this really popular concept in spirituality of that next level self, but also your higher self, your highest self. And the next level self, I'm totally behind as something that is attainable. Your next level self is that version of you in your next chapter. Maybe it's the version of you that owns a house. Maybe it's the version of you that runs a business. Maybe it's the version of you who got that amazing promotion. Maybe it's the version of you who just feels stronger and healthier Maybe it's the version of you who's taking trips. Maybe the next version of you is a parent. Maybe the next version of you is going to school. Whatever it is. That next level self can be so helpful because that's just where you want to be with your goals at a higher vibration in life and who's most likely a little more healed. The higher self, however, I'm not saying this is a horrible concept. I have meditations where I talk about meeting your highest self. I think the highest self is something that's amazing to journal about. This is you. as your highest self, your most awakened form, your Most abundant self. It's you at the end of the road. However, what this does lean on is the idea that what you should be thriving for is your highest, most awakened self, which is just, like I said, against the point of having a human experience. I think your highest self can be a huge expander. It's like quantum leaping. It's like if you are aiming for that, then your next level self becomes so much easier. However, I don't think you should ever feel bad for how far away you are from your highest self because they're not the goal. The goal is not to be totally spiritually transcended. The goal is to experience everything the human experience has to offer. And I think when you try and get to that fully enlightened self where you feel no fear or when almost that toxic positivity (laughs) of spirituality comes in where you're like, I do not fear anything. I don't fear the unknown. I don't fear death. I don't fear bad things happening. I don't fear sadness or betrayal or anything. And you're just saying you never feel low or sadness because you're always reflecting and these low emotions you just replace with positive, happy ones. That's toxic positivity. And the reason that it's toxic is because a lot of the time when you're claiming you don't feel fear or sadness or anger, you'll still feel sparks of it, but you've trained yourself to push it down and replace it with gratitude and with trust, which is beautiful. It is beautiful. And gratitude and trust are two things I really... Lean on and I cultivate myself. And it's not that you shouldn't try and feel those more than sadness and anger and hurt and all of that. I think being able to expand past your fear is a huge help. But I think claiming you no longer feel fear at all is just A, not true. You're probably suppressing something and B, not obtainable in this form and not something you should strive for because within the human experience, There is so much power in your feelings, both high vibration and low vibration. There is power in rage and sadness and grief and hurt and fear and all of those types of feelings. However, we want to feel them and move through them and come out the other side and heal through them. We don't want to stay in them but having those low vibration feelings are part of the human experience and part of how we learn and how our soul evolves. You're not meant to only feel positive things. That's not how it works. If that's the case, you're suppressing some major stuff and I would really suggest doing something like hypnotherapy or getting deeper in your journals, you're probably pulling that devil card a lot of just saying you're only scratching the surface, you're only allowing yourself to scratch the surface, let's get deep, let's get real with it, because you're supposed to be having a real, raw, authentic experience with yourself. That's the whole point. Take a shot every time I say that's the whole point, because I think I've said it a million times, just kidding, please don't do that. So you may be wondering, if I'm not meant to fully transcend into this spiritually awakened, fully soul? What's the point of doing spiritual sessions, of going on a spiritual journey and having a spiritual coach if there's no end goal in mind, if I'm not supposed to be fully awakening myself? And I would say because it helps. It helps make the human experience more beautiful. It helps you to heal, to appreciate it. And it helps you to just understand you and yourself more. Part of the human experience is figuring out and finding out and discovering who you are. Who you are outside of your name, your body, and what society dictates of you. It's to figure out who you truly want to be and your talents and your joys and your passions and what fills you up and what love feels like and what you want to be doing. And it's not about a body shape or size or look. It's not about what you look like. It's not about how you define yourself, what your name is, what your job title is, what your gender is, what your sexual orientation is. It's not about any of these things that society tries to place you in a box. Having the human experiences, despite all of that, and despite all the fear and the hatred and the low vibrations, finding out who you are and finding moments of joy and fulfillment throughout all of it. It's figuring out who you are outside of your own human ego, but also who you are outside of the oneness of spirituality. When you're a spiritual being fully transcended, before you go to earth, you are part of this big collective spiritual oneness, this oneness of knowledge, this oneness of experience, this oneness of understanding, of vibration, of energy. And you come and have a human experience to find out who you are outside of that oneness. So you can still be connected to it and feel these beautiful moments, but you can also figure out who you are as an individual soul. It's this beautiful middle moment between oneness and ego that going on a spirituality is supposed to bring you to. That going through a spiritual journey, working with the spiritual coach, having a spiritual awakening is supposed to bring you to. It's not supposed to bring you to the complete other side, but also you're not necessarily going to be happy and completely fulfilled and healed staying within that human ego. It's about finding the place in the middle. And by doing those little things, that can be enough That can be enough to get you started. That can be enough to get you all the way there. You don't need to understand it all. You don't need to be doing a 20-step morning routine. You don't need to understand all the names and properties of the crystals. You can if you want to, but you don't have to, to be valid in your spiritual experience, in your spiritual journey. It's about finding the spiritual within the human. By finding ourselves outside of this oneness and healing past that plain human ego, what it is, is it's actually our humanness. It's our human experience that's expanding our soul. When you're done here on earth, when you decide you've lived enough, that is going to have expanded your energy and your vibration so much because now you'll be part of this collective oneness but you'll also know who you are. You will have an identity within yourself. You will have found this beautiful middle point that you can bring with you to that expansive place. It's your humanness that's expanding you, not your spiritual awakening. The spiritual awakening can make being a human easier and more beautiful, but that is not what is actually expanding your soul. At least that's what I believe. I believe when you balance your spiritual journey And this idea that it's with your humanness, with your human experience, that's where the magic really lives. That's where the magic lies. So that's really all I have to say about it. (laughs) I have a few journal prompts for you if you want to try and get more into this idea of working with your soul intentionally. I'll put them in the show notes. You can kind of reflect on them now if you want, but I would also encourage you look at them down in the show notes, copy them into your journal and take some time with them. So first, I want you to ask yourself, I feel most connected to my soul when? I feel most disconnected to my soul when? And what must I release in order to be more in alignment with my soul and myself? Next, I want you to ask yourself, what are you feeling more called to explore? And what does faith mean to you? And then finally, I feel like it's time for me to my soul is calling me to. So sit with those, reflect on them, trust your intuition, trust what comes up when you hear me say those, when you're looking at the question, when you're contemplating them, trust your intuition, that is your soul speaking. Give those a little try, see how it goes, and just start connecting more with your soul in intentional ways, in big ways and in small ways. If you are looking for a little more guidance and you're listening to this in real time, I have a huge sale going on over on my Instagram. All of my readings, past life regressions, and spiritual business coaching sessions are $27 off, which is huge savings. My Awaken Your Abundance four-module course, which is all about inviting more abundance into your life, healing your abundance journey with money, with joy, with experience. We get into some mindset work, some personal development work, some astrology, some past life regression. It actually comes with a private one-to-one past life regression, is on sale for 50% off. So it's only two twenty two. dollars crazy deal. It's like an 100-page ebook and booklet, a private one-to-one past life regression with me, which is a two-hour session and so much more within that course, like EFTs, video modules, and meditations. And you get to keep them for life 50% off. So that is a crazy screaming deal. (laughs) And all my meditations are 50% off. And I have 27% off my group coaching ritual program and 27% off my one-to-one coaching, which I have two spots available. If any of those interest you, please email me at springloonoracle at gmail.com or reach out to me on Instagram at springloonoracle. If you're listening to this live, there's about a week left of this sale. With all that being said, I hope you are having a beautiful day, whatever time of day you're listening to this, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.